everyone, it's Ali Corman Kentreve here with a look at the stock market for Thursday, March 23rd. And on today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at a couple of stocks that are holding up and looking strong while we saw some volatility in the market today with the NASDAQ and S&P closing off their highs amid another bank sell-off, Ken. Yeah, well, we you know ended with gains, but uh, you know that Nasdaq Composite up two and a half percent intraday, and uh, it almost went back to break even. Uh, the market was so volatile, but uh, looks like it ended higher by one percent. Uh, take a look at a strong earnings report uh, from uh, KB Home, uh, also uh, Flywire, which we uh, talked a little bit about on IBD Live this morning. FLYW and uh, Market Access MKTX. They operate a fixed income bond trading platform and uh, looking pretty good. All right. Well, we will analyze those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. So as Ken mentioned, the NASDAQ finishing with a gain of 1% today, well off of that intraday high. We also had the Dow up about two-tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 up three-tenths of a percent. And heading into the close, it looks like the Russell uh, was reversing lower, down about one-tenth of a percent or so. With that, uh, pretty heavy weighting uh, in financials there, Ken. So still on the hunt for a follow-through day today. But honestly, with yesterday's uh, downside reversal, as investors digested the Fed rate hike, it seems like it wouldn't be a bad idea to spend another couple of days uh, just calming down and hoping for that volatility to subside before we make a next move higher. Uh, I would agree with that. I think uh, you know the Nasdaq uh, has come up uh, pretty nicely off its uh, off its lows after you know touching that eleven thousand level. But over the past two days, you can see the twelve thousand level has been a bit of a a wall here. We had a, a reversal uh, yesterday, and then like I mentioned, Nasdaq up two and a half percent intraday, and uh, you know faded off high. Still ended with a gain of around one uh, percent. But uh, I tell you, there's just there are just you know some formidable headwinds uh, out there. Whether it's uh, you know looking at the worst performing stocks in the S&P 500 today. They were all the regional uh, banks down sharply. Uh, and this is still a sore spot for the for the market. Uh, the market is still kind of worried about contagion here. Um, you know, is there going to be another uh, shoe to drop? Are there more banks that had uh, heavy exposure to bonds? So, you know, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is reassuring the market that the banking system is sound. Same with Janet Yellen. Market uh, definitely has concerns. And not to mention, oh, by the way, the Fed is still uh, fighting a pretty big battle against uh, inflation. Inflation and, uh, um, you know, inflation, of course, is still stubbornly high. So a lot of headwinds out there. Yeah. And you mentioned regional banks. So here's the KRE ETF down another 2.8% today. So it looks like uh, it's the lowest close since this waterfall decline that we've had. So selling not quite letting up just yet. And look at all that volume there on the downside. So that's definitely still a concern here. We looked at the NASDAQ. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 to see where that is. It's uh, sort of ping-ponging here between the 4,000 level, which roughly coincides with the 50-day moving average, and then trying to hold above its recently retaken 200-day line. 
Yeah, same uh, same situation uh, as the Nasdaq. You've got this round number here that is uh, is just a wall. So uh, the sooner the Nasdaq uh, can can get through that twelve thousand level, the sooner the S and P five hundred can get above four thousand and its fifty day moving average, we can feel better about the the possibility of a, a, a tradable rally. But uh, like I said, the technical uh, challenges are are still there for the market. Uh, you know, we're still in a in a market uh, correction. Uh, but as I've been writing on uh, on leaderboard. You know these uh, these follow through days, confirmation of new uptrends. They they often happen when they're least expected. So, um, you know, and so I think a lot of people are are pretty still feeling pretty bearish about the market. And uh, so we got to just keep our keep our eyes out and see if we get that uh, sign of strength. Uh, again, the action in individual stocks uh, has generally been pretty good. Still seeing a lot of uh, decent uh, you know setups out there. So. Uh, staying optimistic about a, a tradable rally here, but uh, recognizing that there's a lot of challenges uh, as market's still trying to overcome. Okay, let's take a look at blue chips and small caps. Here is the Dow hit resistance at the 21-day line and the 200-day line trying to hold above 32,000. And IWM, which uh, tracks the Russell 2000, undercutting the recent lows here intraday, and it looks like it too, like KRE also with the, the lowest close here since this sharp drop. And then we want to take a look at the 10-year treasury yield, which we've kind of seen all over the place lately, Ken, headed back down today. So what do we make of what we're seeing play out on the yield front? Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think the the market wants to see uh, plunging bond yields, and uh, you know, we had a, a, a bad reversal yesterday. Um, you know, the ten year, you know, the price uh, kind of went below the the two hundred day moving average uh, today. So I think, you know, the market probably wants to see yields uh, start to to firm up here. I don't think the market wants to see them run back to, you know, four percent. That's not a likely uh, scenario. But with these uh, with these yields uh, coming down, I think it's just the you know the bond. Uh, uh, you know, it's the bond market, uh, bond market's way of uh, saying this kind of flight to safety trade where money is kind of flowing into bonds. And, uh, you know, bond market at least is telling me that, the, you know, there's still some concerns out there about the uh, about the economy. Um, yeah, the Fed is is close to uh, pausing, uh, we could see one more, uh, one more rate hike. Um, and then, you know, but the Fed is not like, Powell said yesterday they're they're not even thinking about cutting uh, rates anytime soon. So I'd like to see these yields uh, kind of firm up here, and maybe that'll help uh, the market. And you know the dollar's been weak uh, too. That's been helping the market and helping helping gold. But um, right. a lot of volatility in the bond market as well. Mm -hmm. So here's a look at the dollar, and you mentioned gold. So let's go there. Powering higher again today, up another 1.3 percent here. So. Last week, a strong week for gold, up about 5.7% and reversing higher this week, uh, up about 1.1% so far. So it does seem like investors are are really flocking to gold right now. Yeah, kind of flocking to bonds the past two days and flocking to, to gold. So I'm not sure the stock market bulls are, are uh, happy to see this uh, uh, these two things uh, uh, going on. But uh, again, we're, we're just uh, kind of monitoring the day-to-day the, the, the -day, uh, action. I think uh, Jerome Powell gave us a lot of uh, information uh, yesterday when the Fed decided to hike rates again by a quarter point. But uh, again, the, um, the, the, just the, the, the weakness in the yields. Um, there's just just a lot of headwinds out there. And, um, you know, it's possible that we could uh, start 
to get into a new uptrend here, but uh, the market is just going to have to get more um, more visibility on uh, a couple of major issues here. Right. Well, home builders have been a major bright spot as of late, and we've featured several of them on the show. Let's feature another one. Here's KB Home, ticker KBH, up almost 8% on his earnings report today. Some strong volume coming into the stock as of late, as it forms the right side of the base. So we've seen a lot of home builder names uh, not only rally off their lows from Q4 last year, forming a pretty constructive basis and now making a charge higher again. Yeah, and just looking at uh, KB Home again, the, you know these home builders are not going to you know give us the uh, the earnings and the revenue growth that we typically like to see in, in growth stocks. You can see why would KB Home be uh, gapping up so sharply today when uh, it, you know revenue is down one percent, <laughs> earnings are down one percent. They gave pretty good full year re- revenue guidance. Uh, the the midpoint of their guidance was above the consensus. I think that uh, is is partly uh, what fueled the move. And then uh, new orders in the quarter uh, were up fifty five percent sequentially, not year over year, but sequentially. So a couple of things to like in this uh, earnings report. The move in the group, I mean, this has not been one or two stocks uh, leading in the group. There have been a lot of, a lot of stocks uh, uh, powering uh, higher here. And uh, in terms of KB Home, you know, we look at the weekly chart. It, it's, you know, made a made a huge move this week. Yeah. Uh, so as it kind of approaches its, uh, its, its prior high there, um, I mean, it could keep going up and, you know, shoot to a, a new high or it could start to, to drift lower here and maybe form that, uh, you know, classical, classic uh, handle type action that we like to like to see. So um, wouldn't be, uh, you know, recommending a buy here, but uh, if it kind of pauses uh, below that recent high um, and, you know, pulls back in very light volume, orderly fashion, uh, could, could see a new entry here. Okay, let's take a look at FLYW. This is Flywire in the credit card payment processing group, now ranked 55 out of the 197 groups that we track. Uh, Pretty quiet action today, but if you see as of late, especially since the most recent earnings report in, when was this, late February, early March? So yeah, 1st of March, strong volume coming into this stock as it continues it's turnaround here. Yeah. So back to the daily chart, I think that that heavy, uh, heavy volume on, on updates is worthwhile uh, noting. And just uh, over the past uh, week or so, you can see the stock is just kind of biding time here, holding near highs and, and volume has completely uh, quieted up. So that's, uh, you know, when you're, when you're analyzing price and volume in a chart, this is really just the type of price action you want to see. So I think this one still has a, a chance of working. You know, I love finding companies that have these uh, really lucrative niche markets because there's a lot of payment processors out there. Yeah. This Flywire is uh, specifically, you know, cross-border payments, and uh, their main market are, are college students. Um, and uh, I was reading a, a press release; they have some 900 uh, colleges uh, um, that they that they cater to. And you can see the the revenue growth has been very very impressive. Uh, the company is just on the verge of profitability. Uh, that's a that's a good sign, and it's got uh, also very very uh, good fun sponsorship. So this one checks a lot of boxes and uh, just going to keep an eye on it because if we can kind of go into a a new uptrend here, stocks like this, uh, you know, tend tend to work uh, quite nicely. So where would you consider this stock actionable, Ken? I'll go back to the, yeah, 
Yeah, I just go back to the the, the daily chart here, and uh, you know, just like we're we're waiting for the indexes to prove themselves, we want to see a you know a decisive move above twelve thousand for the Nasdaq and a decisive move above uh, four thousand for the S and P for Flywire here. It's just kind of biding time underneath that uh, underneath that high. So again, you could get that little downward uh, drifting handle, a little bit of a shakeout, and uh, if this thing moves over that recent high, I think is twenty was it twenty eight thirty one. So uh, right here on yeah. Q2, that was 2931. 2931. Yeah, charts a little small for me. But uh, so if it can, if it can uh, kind of just kind of trade sideways underneath uh, 29 and then uh, make a bid to take out that uh, that 30 level, uh, that would just be a classic uh, breakout. But again, we'd like to see a confirmed uptrend. Uh, so some of these uh, breakouts have a, a chance to work. Absolutely. And now let's also talk about MKTX today, market access, looking like it's forming a, sort of a high handle here after a recent breakout attempt that was accompanied by heavy volume here as well. So pretty interesting volume profile for this stock and it looks like it has a lot going for it. Uh, yeah, they operate a, a trading platform, fixed income uh, securities, uh, bond uh, bond trading, and uh, I just uh, really like the the look of this pullback uh, as well. So back to the back to the daily chart here again, a stock that kind of came down to its fifty day moving average, uh, started to rally, and look at the volume. The volume really started to expand uh, as it was uh, as it was moving higher, and then look what happens as the stock uh, pauses. You see volume completely drying up. So this is really again just a, a, a decent looking uh, chart and you know where just the type of price and volume action you want to you want to see so again maybe this one is going to eventually make a move over the 400 level and uh, could unleash a nice gain here mm -hmm. I guess the only issue is can even though it looks like fundamentals have been steadily improving over the last couple of quarters here it doesn't quite have that uh, strong high digit uh, high double digit growth um, that we like to see for the top and bottom lines. Yeah, I mean those are those are getting harder to to find, and uh, again, you just have to you know in, in in some cases typically you know I I do like to see that twenty thirty forty percent uh, top line and and bottom line growth. Uh, if I'm looking at the whole ball of wax, like I said, I was just looking at market access uh, today, and certainly the fundamentals they, they're not showing that uh, that that really really big growth uh, that that we want to see. But uh, again, when it comes to to fund sponsorship. And a lot of the other, a uh, lot of the other factors that we uh, that we look at, return on equity, I think, is above uh, twenty percent here. So, has a lot of positive qualities from a fundamental uh, perspective. And hey, you know, double-digit annual earnings estimates, uh, you know, right. nothing to scop, nothing to yes. scop at. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is it for today, everyone. We'll have to see what tomorrow brings. Uh, but until then, make sure you're keeping tabs on Investors.com for all the latest stock market news and analysis. And we will see you tomorrow morning on IBD Live for another morning where we're talking about current market conditions, portfolio management strategies, stocks we're watching, and more. So we will see you then 10 minutes before the opening bell, investors.com slash IBD Live for all those details. We'll see you there, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.